Good afternoon and welcome to Treasures of the Heart. This is Pastor Luann Youngman, and we are here now on the 13th of June, second Sunday of June already. I mean, the, it's just amazing how the time is going quickly. You know, it is amazing how time flies. I've been um, doing uh, Treasures of the Heart on the radio. I, I don't know. I've lost track of the years, probably 18 or 19 years now, I believe. Um, and I just am so grateful uh, that and humbled that I have had the privilege all of these years, every week, um, to be able to put forth a message to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And today, you know, in my message, there's going to be some really good news because we're going to be talking about the grace of God, the grace of our Lord Jesus, and the grace of the Holy Spirit. You know, they are three in one. But before I get to my message, I like to try to get some of the announcements, you know, out of the way be so that we don't get interrupted in this message that I want you to hear. But I think I've been sharing with you for the last few weeks, you know, that I've been working on a website. It's called Emma Lou Ministries. And Lou is just spelled L-U, E-M-M-A-L-U ministries.com. And on there, I've been able to um, have help and we've been building a place where you can go in and read my blog. I have a blog page. You can watch videos. You can watch Bible studies and teachings and also uploading my um, my audio for the radio message. And so it's, it's there so that if you hear on the radio something that you like or you want somebody else to hear, you know, it's just not gone after this, this moment. You'll be able to go on and look at the ones that have been um, preached. And I'm going to continue to do that on my um, on my new website, emmaloubenistries.com. With that said, my friends, I want to let you know that uh, Treasures of the Heart uh, will be, um, I will not be doing it uh, at after the end of June. So these next couple Sundays will be my last on the radio, um, WNPQ. And um, I will be giving them much praise and thanks on my last message of June. But I wanted you to at least um, hear this from me. Um, and I've worked it you know, out with the radio because we were going to be at that time where we sign a new yearly contract. But just due to changes and the pandemic and, and support has changed, which is truly understandable. Um, and, you know, the website is also costly. So it is um, something that I just feel like I can put um, all of what I do on one platform, which will be the website. And so I will not be renewing my contract um, with the radio station. But we're, you know, we're able to do this with uh, such love and respect for each other. Um, and I, I wish that things were different. I, I wish that I could be out everywhere, all over the world, and be able to share the gospel of Jesus. Uh, but being retired, kind of semi-retired, I need to uh, also make some changes in my own personal life. So with all of that said, um, I, I am going to be um, retiring from the radio ministry the end of this month. But I am so grateful to God. So grateful. I remember back 
those whatever 18 19 years ago when i felt unsatisfied in my spirit even though i was pastoring you know a wonderful church and we were growing and things were just really good but there was this ache in my heart that i i wasn't doing enough to reach people for jesus christ and that's when the holy spirit spoke the radio to me that i could also do my full-time ministry but that i could do radio and i could reach more people even though i couldn't be with them or see them and so that's been a very long journey my friends that we have had together. Um, I was at my previous church 23 years and have done this for, like I said, 18 or 19 years. I, I am so blessed by God and blessed by your support and love. So uh, we'll we'll just continue to embrace this, um, at least through the radio, you know, in the next couple of weeks here. But I wanna talk to you because we're in this series, right, about because of Jesus I am. Now, my life completely changed because of Jesus. I haven't been the same because of Jesus. 40 years I've been now walking with him, maybe more than that, and I am still so much in love with Jesus. And it brings tears to my eyes thinking about the grace he's bestowed upon my life and, and has done things more than I could ask, dream, think, or even imagine. And, and so I, I am taking this to share with you that God's grace comes to, to bless us because of Jesus. You know, I'm covered by grace. I've been given grace. And grace means like unmerited favor. Uh, nothing that I have ever done in my life whether it's for others or whether it's for the Lord, it may not go unnoticed, but nothing that I have done could be good enough to take my sins away, to make me right. It is not by works, lest we should boast, but it is by the grace of God that we are forgiven and that we are saved. That's the greatness of our salvation is this unmerited favor, this this grace that has been given to us by God through sending his only son, Jesus Christ, to come and die in our place and take our sins to the mercy seat where he put his blood. One last final sacrifice by the Lamb of God for the forgiveness of our sins. And when we ask forgiveness of our sins, the Lord looks at the mercy seat, the blood of his Son, and knows and gives us forgiveness. And that, my friends, is grace. I can't earn it, and you can't earn it. And sometimes that concerns me as a pastor. You know, when I when I talk to people about their salvation, they'll either say, well, you know, I've been going to church for 25 years. That's awesome. But church doesn't save you. Going to church will not save you. You go to church to, to, to discover and find and learn about Jesus, who is the Redeemer, the Savior of the world, so that you can accept Him as your personal Savior, that you can recognize that indeed Jesus went to the cross for you to forgive you of your sins. You can ask personally to Him. You don't have to go anywhere else. There's no other mediator but Jesus Christ that you have to go to and ask forgiveness for your sins so that you can be in a right relationship with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And when we ask for forgiveness, they are faithful to forgive us as far as the East is from the West. Not only do they forgive us, they forget what we have done. 
and that's their grace. It is huge, and it is unmerited favor. We cannot earn it by doing good deeds. And so I want to share some scriptures with you because, you know, I, I know that there are Jehovah Witnesses and I know they mean well and they go knock on doors, but they believe that that work is what's going to gain them favor with God and give them entrance into heaven. It is only believing that Jesus is God and they do not believe that. And so unless you really study some of the different religions you need to understand that underneath a lot of things, there are some strange beliefs. And there may be elements of truth that will grab you and you make you think it's okay. But I will tell you that it is, that it is not. Um, but anyway, as we work here toward the rest of this message, I want to share some scriptures about God's grace. We all need His grace. You know, and His grace, there's something called provenient grace. That means, you know, that all through your life, maybe you, you, you heard about God, maybe you were drugged to church by your parents and you didn't want to be there and it was boring. But no matter where you went, God was like there. He was like trying to get your attention, trying to get you through things, trying to help you to see how real He is. And you just kept pushing Him away and running away from Him, running away from the calling, running away from the beliefs. But that grace just keeps nipping at your heels, not wanting to let go of you until you notice how much He loves you and how much He wants you as His child and to be in a relationship with you. And once you see that and you know that and you realize that and you embrace that love of Christ, that love and that knowledge of what He did for you on the cross, then, my friend, that grace, that, that love of God, that action of Christ, Him rising from the dead and wanting to live in your heart and let that be His home, you will understand what it means to be loved unconditionally, full of grace. So let's look at these scriptures. In 1 Corinthians 15.10, Paul writes, By the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. So Paul's saying, look, I did a lot of things, but don't look at me. I didn't do it. It was because God called me and chose me. And it was God doing it through me. And John 1, 14, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. You know, Wesley, John Wesley, the founder of Methodism, but one who just really understood grace, you know, he, um, he believes that, that grace uh, is, a, is a holiness of the heart and life. Uh, it's prevenient. It, it comes after you. It's justifying forgives you and it's sanctifying and he makes you holy. He makes us like Christ. So those are those different aspects of grace 
that we have provenient grace that just is like a child who will never want to let a parent go just tugging and holding on wanting to be there that's our god wanting to be with us making a way for us even before we even recognize he exists justifying is just as if i've never sinned that's how he makes me by his grace or the sanctifying grace that makes me holy just like jesus christ and then it's in romans eleven six. it says if by grace then it cannot be based on works because if it were grace would no longer be grace and that's what i was telling you it's not by works alone that we can be saved at all romans eleven six says it is by grace it's no longer that basis of works right we just read that it's not it would no longer be called grace if it was something that we did rather than what christ did for us um and if we look at first uh, corinthians fifteen ten again paul writes but by the grace of God, oh, I'm sorry, I already read that to you. I am that I am. Let's look at Paul in Ephesians 2, 1 through 22. And he writes, You were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, speaking of Satan, the spirit that is now at work, evil is now at work, and the sons of disobedience, among whom we all lived, once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God be rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, in our sins. He made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. And again, Paul writes in Ephesians 2, 4 through 9, but God being rich in mercy because of his great love, because of the grace you have been saved, he has raised us up and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages, ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. In 2 Corinthians 8, 7, it says, Paul writes again, As you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all earnestness, and in our love for you, see that you excel in this act of grace also. And then in 2 Peter 1, 2, May grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And I want that to be my closing prayer for you, that you understand the depths of God's love for you and this deep grace that God bestows upon you, and you don't have to do anything to earn it. His grace and His love are freely given, and it is up to you to freely receive His love and His grace and His forgiveness of your sins so that you can be made in a right relationship with God. And then let me let me challenge you this week. As grace has freely been given to you, don't be so hard on people. Don't be so judgmental. Speak with grace and act with the grace and freely give that to others as it's been given to you. I will be with you again next week, my friends, for Father's Day. Until then, this is Pastor Luann with Treasures of the Heart.